Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. I just want to, I'm not, I'm not asking for any sympathy, but I just want to say the show you're about to hear, I was doing with quite a serious hand injury, but you'd never know it because I'm obviously the consummate professional. Just before the show started, I tried to make myself a cup of coffee. I actually cut my finger on the, uh, pl- the metal seal that you get on those tins of Azura Posh coffee. Now, do you know what? Here's your, here's your problem, right? Um, that is quite sharp metal, actually, on your, on your Azuras. But if you'd actually bought your cheaper instant coffee, you've got a paper sheath, and I don't think you would have cut yourself on it. I know. I could have put my finger through that. Absolutely fine. Not a problem at all. But what I've done is I've been injured in a very middle-class way. What a soldier, though, you have been, because you've not said a thing. And people are about to hear this, this show as it went yeah. out live. Here, here is a podcast. And they won't know. It's incredible. Now, I've just kind of carried on. You know, it's a bit like The Revenant. I've just been kind of crawling my way through the show. But you wouldn't know I was injured. So just bear their minds when you listen to this. for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie need to discuss a fantastic smell not a smell i get to uh, smell very often but just had new carpet put down bush isn't Ooh, that a great smell new carpet fresh smell. carpet i love it you almost want to roll around in it it's so so good and so spongy springy here's the thing right and i felt really sorry for the uh, the gentleman laying the carpet our carpet fitter was talking to him very very excited so oh, well, wonderful news i love the smell of new carpet this is great so exciting and he pipes up and goes i haven't been able to smell new carpet for 20 years now and i was like what i don't oh. understand and he went i've been doing this job for so long that my nose has become so sensitised to the smell of new carpet, because that's what I deal with every day, I can't smell it anymore. So he can smell everything else. It's not as if he's got a problem with his nose, but he can't smell new carpet anymore. That's so weird, isn't it? I've never really thought about that. I mean, imagine if you're someone who makes cars, they come off the production line, and we all love new car smell. Yeah. Maybe you can't smell new car smell if you make cars because of what same thing that happened to that fella. Well, this is the thing. If you think about every single job, there'll be a thing about it that it actually ruins for you. You and I, here we are every day listening to all this music, probably both of us would admit once we're out of the building, we don't listen to that much music because we hear so much at work. What are you saying about Imagine Dragons? What's your problem with Imagine Dragons? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Uh, I could, you know those little packets of crystals that, uh, that you get in uh, electronics boxes, yep. right? Remember them? Yeah. I used to love them when I was a kid. It was like a little magical parcel. But when I was about uh, 16, 17, I did three weeks of overnight shifts putting them into hi-fi boxes in Painton. <laughs> so now, even if, I, even if you're like really excitedly waiting for your new PlayStation to turn up, whatever, if I see one of those little magic... Uh, you know, parcel box thing slided into view. I can almost smell the smoking room and taste the vending machine coffee from those overnight shifts. It's just put the fear of God into me. So look, here's a simple question. Simple question as you get to the end of your working week. What has your job ruined for you? Simple question, all right? The carpet fitter can't smell new carpet anymore. Uh, Marcello in Dagenham says uh, the thing that's been ruined for him by his job is getting electrocuted. He says, as an electrician, I keep getting electrocuted and now I don't even feel a thing. <laughs> Thanks, Marco. Claire in Devon says, I'm a proofreader after spending the whole working day reading. I never feel like reading a book in the evenings. Instead, I end up watching TV. So you could say, my job has ruined recreational reading for me. <laughs> we want to find out what has your job ruined for you. 
Uh, Winger says on Twitter, guys, I'm a, pro- a professional Cleveland steamer. I've been doing it that. All right, just not, don't tweet that in, mate. All right, we've dealt with that situation. That's all done and dusted now. Uh, I'm not going back down that road. Laura in Bath says, uh, I work. At, oh no, not this one. Oh, I've put the wrong. I've got the wrong little message, so I can't do that one. I think we might even speak to her on the phone. <laughs> yeah, Laura is lined up. Laura, yeah. tell us uh, what is your job that's been ruined? My job has ruined. Um, basically, I work above a dentist, so when I walk through the doors, um, I walk through a reception, and I used to be able to smell that lovely dentist smell. You know, all the mouthwash and all the sprays and everything. <laughs> Can't smell a thing anymore. Wow. So it's weird that for me, dentist receptions, reception areas are quite uh, terrifying because you're sat there, uh, sweaty handedly looking through old like uh, magazines and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Waiting to go yeah. and have your turn. But you actually quite like it. Well, yeah. Well, I did, but I can't smell it anymore. So. It's a strange one, this, Laura, because I, I kind of see what you're saying. I agree with Bush because. I associate the dentist with only negative thoughts. But on the rare times that you're actually going to a dentist, but you're going with someone else and it's their appointment, it is actually very fresh smelling and it's nice. And I don't have any of the anxiety because it's not me that's about to have my teeth prodded. Well, there you are. You can just feel smug. Uh, Laura, can I ask what your line of work is? And let's see whether there's anything that's been ruined because of your line of work. Um, A solicitor's. Oh, um, Terms um, and conditions get ruined, I would imagine. <laughs> T's and C's. What a nightmare. Gail, up next, what's your job ruined for you? It has ruined going on holiday. Why, why, why is it ruined going on holiday? Well, the start of my holiday, it was just a star when I used to walk into duty free. But now, because I work in an airport, I've got to get through duty free to get to the office. So it's kind of ruined the start of my holidays now. It's <laughs> 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 not the same. You know how I used to go through security? Great, I'm on my holidays, duty-free, what can I get? Now I go through security, through duty-free, and I'm like, right, let's get to the office. Every single day, oh. you have to walk through a duty-free area of an airport? Yes. Wow. Yes. You, you must be so casual. <laughs> you, you must be so casual when that. it comes to putting your uh, change and belt and stuff like that into a, into a tray to slide through a metal detector. It must be second nature oh. to you. It is now, yeah, but it's just you. It's great when you're going on holiday when you're putting it back on to go to the office. It's not quite the same thing at all. Gail, <laughs> just that we're going to do a little bit of satire. Oh, to be going on holiday. Oh yeah. At least you can get a duty free, eh? Aye, that's very true, but no cigarettes or alcohol, just everything else. <laughs> Some unbelievable stuff coming into the show. Lucy says, I can't smell leather anymore. It's ruined. Five years working with leather has taken that amazing smell away from me. Uh, no further details there. Rich says, hi, Bush and Richie. After working in a bicycle shop and owning my own for the last 25 years, I can no longer smell the sensation of rubber. And I was thinking to myself, that's ruined rural uh, weekend meetups, isn't it, for Rich? <laughs> Gareth is hanging on. Uh, what's your job ruined for you, Gareth? I'm a gardener um, and have been for 20 years in various places, um, cutting grass for, as I say, 20 years, and I can't smell cold grass anymore. Wow, so you <laughs> cannot lovely. smell that beautiful, beautiful smell Absolutely. of freshly cut grass that makes you think of school summer sports days and all that kind of thing. That's Absolutely. gone for you. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, every so often, but it's very, very rare that I can smell it. That's su- such a shame. Like, if, if Les Dennis asked 100 people in the street their favourite smell, 
cut grass would be yeah. right up there, and it's gone Absolutely. for you. Completely, completely. Yeah, I could smell I think, the flowers uh, and what have you, but cut grass, no, can't smell anymore. <laughs> wow, I feel so bad for you. Sorry, I think Les would be sectioned if he was just walking up and down the street and asking people what their favourite <laughs> Particularly as I don't think he hosts that show for a very long time now. And I I think it's Vernon Kay. Well done me for the cultural reference. Do you know what? I think it's um, it's Gino De Campo now. You're kidding me. Gino De Campo. Do you know, Gareth, who is it? Is it Gino De Campo that does Family Fortunes now? I couldn't tell you. I don't watch it. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. We just saw we double check. We're going to yeah, back yeah. out of a family fortunes cul de sac. Gareth, have a yeah. great weekend. And yourself. Thanks very much, guys. We love a good cliffhanger in this country, don't we? Whether it's uh, Rocket Man, black and white in the olden days, the, the show ending with him dangling off the edge of a cliff, how's he going to save himself? Or Nick Cotton walking out of nowhere saying, Hello, Ma. In EastEnders and then the thuds. Do, do, do. We love a good cliffhanger and it's exactly the same thing here on the Hometime Show. Every Friday we like to hear about your weekend cliffhangers to find out what you guys are doing this weekend that's a little bit different that we're going to need to get in touch with you on Monday to find out how you got on. I'd like to say my example um, is, is really different but it, it, it's not particularly different but I guess it is a cliffhanger. Last weekend, when I went down for my son's football match, the traffic was so bad, oh, yes. uh, we actually missed kickoff for the game he was playing in by half an hour. He oh, ran, wow. Ran, yeah, he ran onto the pitch 30 minutes into the game. Really popular uh, with wow. his uh, with his teammates. That's, uh, he's like um, there, Jason Punchin. <laughs> yeah. A little so, bit of a delayed start. So here's the thing, right? Uh, this week... He's playing in goal, so let's hope we make it on time. I don't like that kind of pressure. I'm sweating now even thinking about it. I've got sweaty palms. We're going to leave at eight in the morning. So there's a weekend cliffhanger for Richie, getting in there early to make sure his, uh, his son's on time for the game. For me, this is, this is quite a nerdy one. As you know, I'm a, I'm a mega nerd when it comes to board gaming. And one of the biggest nightmares about this whole 12 months of not being able to see people is that you can't play board games face-to-face because you can't oh, go yeah. to your local, meet up with your local game group and everything. Anyway, my two good friends, Adam and Phil, are coming over tomorrow and we're having our first face-to-face bit of board gaming in what seems like donkey's years. What game are you playing? It's, this is quite boring. It's called Fire in the Lakes about the war in Vietnam. That's just how we roll. I'm just such a party guy. But will I win? That's that's the cliffhanger. How will it go? What will the snacks be? Who knows? Right, tell us what's going on in your life this weekend that's got that little bit of a cliffhanger edge to it that means on Monday we'll want to call you back again and find out how it happened. Uh, we're definitely doing something different today. After five weeks living with the in-laws, we're finally in our own house and back listening to Absolute 80s after three months, say uh, Billy and Shona in Bolton. So I guess the cliffhanger there is whether they still like their house after five weeks of being away from it, whether they would prefer to be with the in-laws. Or maybe they don't like each other, do you know what I mean? Sometimes having other people around can... Again, we don't want to ruin your relationship, but having other people there can dilute any grievance you have with your other half. Suddenly you're staring at each other, then who knows what happens? Let's just see what happens. So, Richie, your weekend cliffhanger is that you're uh, driving your son down to a football match. He's playing in goal. Yes. And last time you were late by half an hour, so you're going to need to leave dead early. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, we missed kickoff, yeah, obscenely last time. So I'm going to leave about 8 in the morning, I think. Uh, uh, Mark has texted to say, forget leaving at 8am, Richie. I'd leave tonight. It's taken me seven hours to do 120 miles on the M25 today. I've missed my delivery slot by four hours. Ouch. 
Ouch. Uh, and as of yet, I've had no advice come in for me about my uh, Vietnam War board game. So, you know, I'm sure before seven o'clock, someone will get in touch. It'll come. It'll uh, come. Kath and Vicky uh, are on the line right now. Kath, Vicky, uh, what is your weekend cliffhanger? Well, we are on our way. We're stuck on the M11 at the moment. So we don't know if we'll make it or not. But we're on our way to stay in a treehouse in the middle of nowhere in Norfolk with a wild swimming lake and no children. Wow. wow! Wow! It's like a it's like a a Thelma and Louise weekend you guys have got going on. It, it is, but for, for the older lady, actually. <laughs> uh, the cliffhanger being that we we didn't realise that what we booked ourselves into is a wellness retreat with uh, plant based food and no alcohol. Wow! So is the cliffhanger you're smuggling in some unwellness snacks? <laughs> Uh, we've got a, a boot full of wine, essentially. <laughs> boot full of wine. <laughs> That's amazing. This is going to be like an episode of Fleabag, this. I'm sure there's something pretty similar. <laughs> and how do you feel about... Um, I'd love to stay in a treehouse, although I sleepwalk sometimes, so I'm a little bit concerned. How do you feel about the whole sleep, um, staying in a, in a uh, treehouse thing? Well, it seemed like a really lovely and romantic, idyllic thing, but then it started <laughs> down with rain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Kath... Vicky, we're going to call you back on Monday's show, find out whether you managed to stay in the treehouse and, secondly, whether you managed to smuggle in some good stuff. All right, thank, thank you. you. Have a nice weekend. Thanks for calling us. Speak to you Monday, bye. Natasha is hanging on. Explain to us what's your weekend cliffhanger, Natasha. So we are currently travelling from Bromsgrove to the Snowdome for a 6.30pm booking and the sat-nav has only given us a 17-minute buffer to arrive, Ooh. park and enter. Oh. Yeah. This booking was meant to be for our daughter's birthday um, in December, but because a lot we were locked down, we've had to wait. So we've been cliffhanging since December. Will we get there? <laughs> if you've been waiting since December, I reckon you can wait the 17-minute buffer. I, I've got a spidey sense that you're going to be tobogganing before the evening is out. I hope so. I hope so. Otherwise, I have very sad children. Oh, have you got a backup plan? Just, I mean, let's, let's talk nightmare scenario here and the traffic doesn't clear. As a parent, you normally try and distract with something else as a treat. Have you got a backup plan? Uh, probably a McDonald's. <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to suggest. That works. <laughs> works for me. <laughs> hey, you're going to win either way. Good luck. Brilliant. Thank you. We'll call you Monday to see how Macca's or the tobogganing went. Will do. Room for one more of your cliffhangers. What's going on this weekend that means we'll call you back on Monday? Joyce, explain what's going on. We're all going on this trip uh, to Eskin Hall. We believe, we, I mean, we didn't know this when we arranged it, that there is a historic uh, weekend there, so we don't know what's actually involved, but we've booked in and there's about at least 10 uh, World War Two jeeps going. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's a... You you could be driving a Jeep. You don't know what's going to happen. You could be uh, maybe, uh, you know, invited to to take part and dress up in some World War II stuff, you reckon? Oh, we we go already dressed in World War II. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I wear uh, 1940s dresses uh, and hats and things like that. And you're into military vehicles as well? Yeah, there are military vehicles. The guys normally wear army things um, and um, some of the ladies wear army things there's only a couple of ladies uh, I normally wear 1940s dresses because I love wearing a hat wow, a hat. wow. and what, what area is this Where, where's this again uh, we live in Middleton Manchester so we're going from Manchester over to Chorley to Heskin wow. Hall 
So I tell you what, if anyone's uh, you know in Chorley using a cash point and you see uh, Joyce going past <laughs> waving from a panzer, you know that it's pan- panned out okay in the World War Two theme weekend. <laughs> Joyce, rest assured, we're going to speak on Monday. We're going to find out how that went. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. So we've been talking about A Quiet Place Part 2 a lot on the show this week, uh, starring the brilliant Emily Blunt. It's a brilliant movie. The first one's terrifying. This one's even more so. Go and see it in the cinemas. Uh, But uh, Emily Blunt has a special place in my heart. So every time we've been talking about it, I've I've had this kind of warm feeling inside because Emily Blunt is the only celebrity that I've ever seen on a plane. Uh, We sat a couple of seats away from her uh, when we were on our way to um, Spain once for a family do. And I was thinking when we were sat on the plane together, it was almost like I imagine that we were on a big family holiday together. We all get checked in at the same time, go down the pool with Emily, that kind of thing, and muck about. And I thought, let's make something of this, since it's the final day of us kind of talking about it on Home Time. We're going to be playing in this final hour of the show, Celebs on a Plane. What we want you to do uh, is tell us what celebrity you've spotted whilst in the air on a plane. Mm-hmm. And then Richie and I are going to use a unique patented home time formula to give you a score. You're thinking to yourself, what's the formula? Here it is. We're going to take the internet movie database rating of the latest film or TV show they were in and times that by the international ranking of the country that you were all going to in terms of tourism. <laughs> so let me show you the workings here. Go on. Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place Part 2, yeah. got a internet movie database rating of a very respectable 7.9 out That's of 10. good. Very good. Uh, Spain, where we were going, is ranked number two in popularity in the world in terms of tourism. Yeah. So 17.9 times two gives an overall score of my celebrity spot of 15.8. Now, what this does, this rewards spotting celebrities not only with good movies and good TV shows, but also spotting them on unusual destinations. So Spain's number two, so that's not going to really do much uh, in terms of my score. Whereas if you were to spot someone on the way over to, say, Addis Ababa or somewhere like that, you yes. might get the rating up a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I do, I do. So I, I, there's a celebrity that I've, that I've got, that I've Great. seen. Uh-huh. Um, at a location on a plane, so let's let's get a song on, yeah. and we'll do the calculations and we'll work out whether this works or not. And I'm very confident you've come up with a good system here. Well, thank you very much. Anyone listening to this right now, don't let your celebrity spot go to waste. Get in touch with Richie and I this evening, and we'll put it through the processor that we've put together for this particular formula. So far for me with Emily Blunt, we're at 15.8, but Richie's got a celebrity that he's seen. Dawn French, Kefalonia Airport. Dawn French Kefalonia Airport. Yeah. Okay, right. So we can do some live workings here. So Dawn, Dawn French. Yes. Uh, what we need to think of the last uh, thing that last she was in. Last thing I saw her in was that um, Roald Dahl thing on Sky at Christmas. Okay, the Roald Dahl thing at Sky. Okay, uh, let's have a little look here. Just check it out it. Uh, yep. as an actress. Bit of live googling here. Ah, oh, R- Roald and Beatrix, the uh, Tale of the Curious Mouse. That's it. That had an internet movie database rating of 6.7. Okay, and what about Greece for Catalonia? Uh, Greece is 17th on the okay. international list of uh, popularity, so we're looking at 6.7 times 17 for your score. Which is 113.9, considerably higher than your 15.8 for Emily Blunt. That's blown Emily Blunt out of the water, isn't it, that one? Sorry, everyone. Uh, Andy the Fireman says he was on a flight to New York, sat behind Helen Mirren. Okay. Uh, so from New York to London. Right. Helen Mirren, last thing she was in, Fast and Furious 9. Can you believe there's been nine of that flipping movie? No. 
Internet Movie Database, a very generous 5.2. 5.2, wow. Okay. Uh, London, popularity rating in terms of ranking is three, which gives uh, Andy the Fireman spotting of the back of Helen Mirren's head a 15.6 rating, just below my 15.8. So, Dawn French in the lead. Outrageous. Uh, right, let's put this into practice and see how this works. Uh, Jackie, who's your celeb on a plane? Donald Sutherland. 2017. Wow. Keith Road to New York. I think it was that way. Not not back again. I think I was going when I saw him. He threw to New York. Um, what, what was he doing? Was he was he just sleeping all the way through, or was he watching movies and stuff, or what? No, he was shuffling up and down the aisle a lot. Oh, was he one of them? <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Do you know what, right? I'm not a massive fan of flying. I don't like it when people heavy foot up and down the plane. It makes the whole plane wobble. I hate when people do that. Oh yeah, he was—he just up and up, very tall. Well, I'm short, very tall. He was a few seats in front of me, and um, yeah, that was it. Donald Sutherland. Just quite impressed. <laughs> right, last thing he was in was uh, The Undoing, which uh, I watched with uh, Hugh Grant and um, Nicole Kidman. Seven point four right. Bush for that. Seven point four for the Internet Movie Database. The USA is ranked fourth in the uh, okay. world tourism stakes which will give you an overall celeb spot score of a very respectable 29.6 well done and well done donald into second oh, place dawny's still winning she is <laughs> yes glad you're following it <laughs> absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie what a dramatic conclusion to tonight's Hometime Show. We are playing celebs on a plane this evening, uh, rating your celebrity spot in the air. I saw Emily Blunt on the way to Spain. All you've got to do is times the movie rating of their latest TV show or film against the ranking of the country that you're going to. And so far, a bit of a league table building up. But what about this text that's just come in? Uh, this person saw Kylie Minogue flying from Darwin to East Timor on an Australian Air Force Hercules Oh, plane. come on. They're trying to throw the whole thing. What's it come out as? Amazing. Well, believe it or not, East Timor is ranked 190th in the world. I do for, believe it. For tourism. And the last thing that Kylie was in, in terms of a movie, was a thing worryingly called Swinging Safari <laughs> in 2018. All right, Kylie? Yeah. And that got a Internet Movie Database rating of 5.6. 5.6 times 190 puts this person in the lead by a mile... 1,064 celeb spot points. <laughs> Poor old Dawn French. <laughs> this could throw the whole thing. Simon and Leon C saw Jude Law and Sienna Miller on a plane to Casablanca, which is Morocco. Do you want to look up Morocco, Bush? Right, let's have a look at Morocco's ranking uh, in the World Tourism Stakes. We times that by the Internet Movie Database rating of the last movie or TV show they were in. Uh, so Jude Law, New Pope, 8.1... And Sienna right. Miller, 21 Bridges, 6.6. So you're going to have to do 8.1 times 6.6 times whatever Morocco is. 33rd in the world for tourism. Go on. 8.1 times 6.6 times 33. So here we go then. It's 8.1 times 6.6 times 33 equals 1,764. We have a new winner. Woohoo! So there you go, that's the show, but without me even sounding like I was injured, even though I had injured You're my finger. You're going on about that thing again, are you? 
yeah, it's, but I just need to get a little bit more credit for it because it really was quite a personal thing for me. You know what I mean? If you come back on Monday and you're still talking about it, literally turn around, and go home. It's still a bit ouchy. <laughs> All right, Bing. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Bing. Oh, I heard it did. <laughs> You've been listening to The Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to The Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit of the no guarantee. guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can, you can watch, watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.